2: Imagine being this good at anything as he is at just spitting. He can spit. One nine, nine nine. I can't, like, I know all the words and cannot come close to saying them
3: in in the same (laughs) pattern. Yeah.
2: (laughs) I I mean, outcasts, just turn that up, Landfill. Don't turn it down. Or turn it down. That's fine. I know know we have restrictions, (laughs) and I ask for things too late. Um, We don't do this often. Because it's such a third-rail joke of a topic. But listening to Savannah there in the update, we got to talk LeBron. Yeah. He broke the all-time scoring record. Yeah. And LeBron's a great player. Like, everything becomes so divisive in our stupid culture. But that should be the conversation. LeBron's a tremendous player. He's been doing it a really long time. Yeah. And one thing I don't think he gets enough credit for, I'm trying to think, by and large, I don't think he's ever had a major injury, right? Not that, not that, no not that. real major no injury knees, and no, no
3: real major scandal or anything. Like, he just shows up, plays a ton of basketball every year for his team, for the Olympics, yeah. and just does it year after year after year after year. You he's the it. OV of basketball, kind of, if you want to compare it locally.
2: Dude, I actually think that might be a really good comp because I love Alex Ovechkin. He's my favorite athlete. I also love Greg Papa, who's bringing us bagels right now. Yeah. Shout out to Pop. Thanks, dude. We each get a half, boys.
3: Thank you, Greg. Take hey. your
2: half. Um, Papa this morning is like, dude, I can't get my voice back. I sound like you. <laughs> <laughs> um, LeBron is not the goat for me. It's it's MJ and it's gonna be MJ. Yeah. Um, I don't begrudge him at all, at all, for thinking he is. Like you, so, you're supposed to. Every athlete I've ever covered but thinks ul- they're the
4: best player on the but field. Ultimately, let somebody else say it. If you have to keep saying it, you normally don't believe it. You're trying to make yourself believe it. If you're that guy, people going to shout it enough for you. You don't have to speak about who you are when you've done something. Other people will do it for you.
3: Right. I mean, again, just local, uh, hyper-local, Bemich, you're a fantastic golfer. You never walk around and say that you're good at golf. You just show up and then you play. Yeah, he does. When, <laughs> when he's playing it, I think he'll say, yeah, Pete, I just – I talk trash to you. Yeah, but you also just – you know that you're good. You don't have to walk in and say, hey, JP, I'm really good. I did this, I did that, maybe – you do it more than I realized because you and JP hang don't out before us. Regardless. JP just hating. <laughs> LeBron breaking the scoring record. Hell of an achievement. It is.
4: And I think he deserves
3: that, uh, that, that level more, of respect. More, more delivery. More breakfast.
2: Now we got Mitch Tischler, the bear, in the building. He's
3: wearing a shirt with a bear on it, and the bear has a sign that says, We'll hug for beer.
2: <laughs> Listen, Mitch, you can come in here. but you're, Oh, that's a nice hug. That's a warm hug. You're going to have to sit with us for an hour tomorrow. So pick your poison, big man. Um the LeBron stuff, I think I kind of and maybe this is like the Spider Man meme, like we're all the same. Why are you playing footsie with me, dude? That was weird. you
4: got your feet in the way. Let me add that. Right there.
2: There we go. That my foot was there. Beemitz just what do you what is what what is the term for like uh, when you just take something appropriated. Bemich just appropriated my footrest.
3: I'm not going to say that B- Mitch is appropriating anything. It's hot water. Spider-Man meme.
2: I kind of think sports media is the problem with LeBron. Uh, of all, not of all people, my wife, Lauren, you guys know, makes a point of always telling me how much she likes LeBron because... All he does is play basketball and be a dad. And and you can think the videos are cheesy or whatever. He's always posting videos with his kids. He's mm-hmm. always just hanging out. To your point, never a scandal. Never I, I mean, I think he's with his high school sweetheart. I don't know mm-hmm. if I, I don't know the romantic situation in LeBron's life, but like he seems a little cheesy to me. Yeah. But, like, by all accounts, he seems like a good person. Right. Yeah, yeah like, Tom Brady's
3: the same way, a little cheesy, like, tweeting out pictures in his underwear and does, like, dad bits. But Yeah, but Brady and, – and, dude, I'm not judging anybody.
2: Yeah, you're right. But he's also now divorced – or I don't even know if he married Bridget Moynihan. Right. I mean, they yeah. had a kid together. Yeah. And then now he's going through a rather public divorce. That doesn't make anybody a good or a bad person. Yeah. But I don't think LeBron's had any of that. Right. And and, and Brady, there were, like – I mean, now, LeBron has certainly fallen out with a number of coaches mm-hmm. and thrown yeah. plenty of people under the bus. Yeah.
4: But that's sports. Stuff yeah. happens. I mean, the thing about it, listen, LeBron, I just, I think he's a very good basketball player. I don't care about anything else he does. I mean, like, I know people get, well, he does, who cares? I judge him being a basketball player. That's who he is. You know, uh, the other stuff, Look, what, what people show us is not always what they really are. A lot of times people can show you a certain side because they're trying to make your, your, your thought process be a certain way. I don't know how perfect he is. <laughs> I don't know how imperfect he is. I can care less. On a basketball court, he does some great things. In my eyes, I think Jordan was better and more impactful. Um, Kareem was absolutely great. You know? That's who the record he just went to get. And every time LeBron does something, you know, I don't think it's fair to try to bring Jordan into it, but the mere fact, I say this: Apple. Everybody that has makes a phone or something try to compete with Apple, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Uh, um, back in the day, you had uh, what was it? The when you, you when Xerox, yeah. Okay, Xerox was the top. Guess what? It became the, the name of the company There's became standard what bearers. Doing. Yeah. So Michael, everybody compares comp- compares everybody to Michael. That just tells you right there he's the best, and you leave it at that. But it, you, it's no, it, it doesn't hurt to say LeBron is great. He's done some great things. You know, but like when people want to just automatically throw people ahead of him, I'm like, show me the what the things he's – did. Did he lead his team to a lot of championships? Did, did he win as many as Do he want People are like, well, oh, he went to more. Okay. When you're going to them, don't mean much if you're not winning them all the time.
2: I, I believe MJ was undefeated. Yeah. Yeah. I think LeBron <laughs> has
3: been to 10, won four. So 46. Is six. it really?
4: Yeah.
3: yeah. Wow. Well, damn. But Michael also had the, what, three-year gap where he played baseball and just kind of took a hiatus where he could have. I think it it was two, but yeah.
2: yeah. Um, I mean, he was – where do we all land on the MJ was suspended conspiracy?
4: I don't think it was suspended.
2: You don't? No. It's a hell of a lot of coincidences.
4: Nah,
3: I don't think it was. I would have to rewatch The Last Dance to fully be immersed in the conspiracy theory, but I understand it was the gambling thing, and yeah. I buy it more than a lot of the sports conspiracy theories out there. Conspiracy. I mean, that was a hell of a lot of coincidences. Yeah. Let's, let's run
2: through LeBron's resume here because it is perhaps more impressive than he gets credit for. Four time NBA champion. 19 mm-hmm. time All Star. Mm-hmm. 18 times on the All NBA <laughs> list. Mm-hmm. Think about that. In, in our city, Currently, we're in Scottsdale, but where we live is D.C. They want to throw damn parades for Bradley Beal making a third-team All-NBA team once. Yeah. yeah, There was a parade
3: for John Wall previous to that
2: yep. for making a third-team All-NBA team once. Mm-hmm.
3: They welcome back Kron Butler, Jameson, and Arenas for being the big three, and they won, I think, one playoff series yeah. together.
2: They almost won 50 games.
3: Yeah. They, pro- they
2: probably would have if Gil didn't get hurt. Yeah. LeBron is 18 times all NBA. Dude, a lot of a lot of stars, looking at you, Luca, play zero defense. LeBron's six times all defensive team. Mm-hmm. Four time finals MVP. He's won a scoring title. He's got four MVP trophies, three All Star Game MVP trophies. Now, the all-time leading scorer in NBA history. He's mm-hmm. top
3: five in assists as well.
2: What – unless – if you've looked at it, don't answer. I'm guessing you haven't looked at it. Have you looked at it? When, I, when was LeBron's rookie year?
3: I, I think it was 03. Right at the time. 02-03? He's, he's been in there for 20 years.
2: He's been in the NBA for 20 years. Yeah. Now, it helps when you – Come into the NBA when you're 18, yeah, right? Like or 19, whatever he was. That's a difference that MJ never had. How old was MJ when he got in? Probably 21,
4: 21, 22, something like that.
2: Yeah, Um,
4: because he played three years in college, didn't he?
2: At least two. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jordan was 21 his rookie year.
3: Yeah, I, I. I know the the rankings and the debates, especially in the NBA, is what makes it really fun and I'm no prude when it comes to arguing about that stuff, but when I hear the MJ LeBron like pick your side. They're both freaking phenomenal and LeBron let's just let's just cherish the comment while it's still streaking across the sky instead of trying to compare it to the last comment we saw. Yeah. Um How about
2: this though for MJ? This stands out to me. As as somebody that like <clears throat> I remember <clears throat> I was in Middle school, maybe a freshman in high school, and the Bulls came to town, and my parents got tickets, and I had like soccer, I had like stuff to do that day, and we just blew it off, right, to go see Michael Jordan. Yeah, like that's what it was.
4: <laughs> MJ is very much like the other MJ, Michael Jackson, when, huh. he was, when he was out there, he made he made things stop, totally. Like Mike, when Mike and the Bulls rolled in, it was like the Beatles, right? You know, and I don't think listen. As great as LeBron has been, great as Kobe was, people don't react to them as they do to when that dude was coming around. You're a Kobe guy,
3: right? Yeah, well, part of the reason I don't have the appreciation for MJ, and I remember when I interned for JP years ago, one of the first impactful statements I made was, I remember MJ as a wizard, barely, like... And you flipped out, and that was the first, first of thousands of times that you probably wanted to smack me in the like face. Like when he said
2: yesterday, I didn't know there were mountains in Arizona. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I have yet to really get smarter, but yeah, I think it's just, it's not my era, really. And I can, the stuff like The Last Dance has helped me appreciate MJ for all that he's done. But yeah, Kobe and LeBron are the guys I've more paid attention
0: to. Mm-hmm. So
2: what really stands out to me about. Jordan, and maybe we need to look up look this up about Kobe because the way he was a competitor, maybe I, I wouldn't be stunned if it was similar. But MJ's rookie year played every game, eighty two games. He, if you remember, he hurt his ankle his his second season. Um, from his third year through his like sixth year, including their first title season, he missed one game. There, there's no load management going on. Yeah,
4: yeah, and, and, and while he probably was playing golf for thirty six holes right. earlier that day,
3: right? Before he Gambling play all some, night, right? And, and the sport back then was way more brutal. He was probably playing forty minutes a night, they getting smacked by Charles Oakley and him. and all the other mountains in the paint. Yeah. I mean, there are mountains Dude. in Arizona and mountains in the paint back then that they had in his career climb. he averaged
2: thirty eight minutes a night.
3: Yeah, that's nasty.
2: How about this? They when he came back from. His hiatus, whatever that was, 96, 97, 98. They won the championship every year. How many games do you think he missed in those three years? One. Two or three. Zero. (laughs) (laughs) And he did it while playing 38 minutes a night, and in 98, the last championship year, 39 minutes a night.
3: Yeah, I mean, he was rested up from hitting 220 in the minors and on the bench after all Strikeouts. He's like, I feel great all of a sudden.
2: I mean, i that's the GOAT, dude. I, I'm curious if Kobe played like that
4: because MJ just – Kobe, was, he, he probably did. Because, like, all the players were talking about Kobe. Like, what uh, was Chris Bosh say He was trying to beat Kobe. Uh, he got up one day. He said, oh, I got him. Right. tried to go to work out and Kobe had already worked out. was drenching in sweat.
3: Yeah, he was coming <laughs> up the elevator. Like, like, What's up, guys? What's up, dog? How you yeah.
2: doing? Not to compare the two, but do you remember Heineke's story about – his week with yeah. the Patriots, he's like, man, I, I knew Tom got in there early, so I decided to get up real early and get in there to watch film. He's and he's like, I pulled in the facility at 6 a.m. Tom was a half hour deep. Yep.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, it's hey, I, I, I just say this here. I guarantee you, MJ influenced a lot of people in the, in multiple sports because of the way that he went around and did it. And I think when you look at him being the guy off the field off the court doing the major stuff he's done he he had an impact on a lot of guys like i just saw the other day 270 something million dollars what he got from nike this year i thought it was no he's made nike billions. over 13 14 15 billion whatever it is but his payment was 275 this year
2: hmm. <laughs> i i mean this is perhaps morose so forgive me i i just pulled up Kobe's basketball reference page just to look at it. And it's – I haven't seen a picture of him in a long time. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy to think he's dead.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. You
2: know what I mean? Like, just – we're talking LeBron. We're talking MJ. Kobe's, to me, not there, but in that conversation. And there was a period of time where he was – Kobe might be your OV comp, honestly, just as a scorer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean? like, like pure scorer. Just score. scorer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm just really unstoppable. Uh, and everybody knows Kobe's dad, right? Joe Bryant, Jelly Bean mm-hmm. Bryant, we're all familiar with that. At least according to pro basketball reference, do you know who Kobe's famous uncle is?
3: Soccer player?
2: I don't know what sport he played, but he's got a hell of a name.
3: Okay. Kobe Bryant's uncle.
2: Kobe Bryant's uncle. Ready, B? What is it? Chubby Cox. <laughs> unreal <laughs> we got he was a, a right-handed shooting guard 6'2 180 played college he wasn't at, even chubby dude he, he was a he was the seventh pick of the eighth round of the 1978 nba draft by the chicago bulls played in college at villanova and san francisco mm. um pierce he played one season.
4: Seven games.
2: Seven games in the NBA. Seven. Yeah. For old Chubby. <clears throat> Congratulations, Chubby. Hell of a career. Um, Pete, can you name the most famous basketball player to ever play at San Francisco?
3: Um, it's uh, – I believe I'm correct. I, is it – Cream was UCLA. Wilt?
2: You're close, but not correct. Okay. You, you got the right era.
3: Um, I'm going to be annoyed. I actually, is it a big man? Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm, I don't want to take up too much dead air here. You got
2: to be Bill Russell.
3: Uh, uh-huh. okay.
2: Arguably the greatest champion yeah. of all time. Who's your goat?
3: B-ball goat.
2: MJ? Yeah. Peter? Yeah, it's MJ. It's MJ. Uh, now, if you need a goat of another variety... Go check out the Cloakroom, nominated multiple times for Best Overall Gentlemen's Club in the Country. And it just got even better. Located fifth and K Northwest. Cloakroom is the first gentleman's club in the United States, the whole damn country, to have its own sports book. You can place wagers at traditional betting windows, or you can use the kiosks, the touchscreens. They're really easy to use yep. while enjoying the entertainment. If you're not into that, take an elevator to the beautiful year-round climate-controlled sportsbook and lounge called Over Under. That's where you'll find me. It has a state-of-the-art retractable roof and TVs showing all the NFL games. Here's my hope, that Masters weekend, we're probably about two months out, mm-hmm. second weekend of April usually, I'm hoping we get a really nice weather day and we can all go to over-under and they open up those the roof. Yeah. And we watch the Masters and chill with Tony and drink Pappy and have an absurd great Saturday.
3: I sampled their transfusions and they're delicious if we want to have a golf course drink while watching the Masters. But now you can do talking, the Pappy. Now, now you're
2: going. talking. They got hard-to-find booze, incredible bourbon selection, Bloody Mary, Mimosa, transfusion specials every weekend. Check them out, cloakroomdc.com.
4: You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. medella is your reward. medella the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
2: B. Mitch and Finley, 1067 The Fan. Make sure you're following along on social media. You can follow Brian at bmitch30 on Instagram. You can follow Pete. What the hell's your Instagram?
3: Underscore Peter Haley.
2: The underscore is just so I stupid.
3: You've, you've long been a hater of the underscore. And you converted me, but I couldn't change Especially it. Especially to brand. start. Yeah.
2: Actually, you know, it was Garofalo when we were all in Hoboken. He, he wanted to it. tag you on Instagram. Yeah. And he called me. He's like, is Pete not on Instagram? I was like, no, nah, he's on there. He's like, I cannot find him.
3: Re- okay. So, yeah. I guess underscore. that's true. When you search for a P instead of and there's an underscore, I just fall off the map. That's terrible branding. Yeah. Terrible branding. No wonder I haven't gone viral on Instagram yet. What's um, your Instagram, JP? Plug yourself.
2: Uh, JP Finley, NBCS, I Good. believe. I try to make everything one handle, Brian, and we've talked about this for years now. You refuse to do so.
4: I don't care what JP says.
2: <laughs> I got something you're gonna care about. I know. I saw it
4: in the text
2: thread. You saw it. Yeah, I, I think he, right well, now. Let's hear
4: it he's first. He's becoming a doofus in my mind my. In my he just like to say stuff. Let's hear
2: it first. Um, Chris Sims talking about. Eagles quarterback, Jalen Hurts. I think my guess is Jalen Hurts will come in second in MVP voting this year. Mm-hmm. Um, the Eagles went, what, 14 and 15 and 2?
3: 15 and 1 in his starts.
2: 15 and 1 in his starts.
3: There's one, the one was against the old Heineke.
2: <laughs> that, I mean, I don't think it was against Heineke. I think it was against John <laughs> Allen and DeRon Payne. But yes, <laughs> Heineke was the quarterback on the field. Yeah. Um, Jalen Hurts, B, I remember two years ago, the first time we saw Hertz in person, Mm -hmm. maybe it was in Philly, and I I feel like I I usually call you after most games anyway, but I feel like we talked that night and I was like, dude, he's a better thrower than I expected, Mm -hmm. and he has developed so much as a passer. Yes, he has. This is Chris Sims talking about Eagles quarterback
1: Jalen Hurts. I understand the pocket passing is there, right, but you have to worry about so many other things to play Philadelphia. And, of course, Jalen Hurts is a big part of that, and he capitalizes on all that, and I certainly am not trying to take any thing away from that. But how would I put this? Quarterback, playing quarterback for the Eagles right now is set up to be one of the easier quarterback jobs in the sport.
4: Brian? Well, I'll say this. Jalen Hurts makes it look easy. I don't think playing quarterback for the Eagles is an easy job because the quarterback has so much stuff, stuff to worry about and things to do. Jalen has become better. and then the reason that I think a lot of those other guys have a lot of easiness is because Jalen Hurst is the one taking the snaps. Uh, when, when he can run, he passed the ball well, he makes all those reads and different things, that changes up the game, you know so I, I understand like everyone when you see a guy who comes in and he does it a different way, which Jalen Hurts does it a different way. I get a lot of the former quarterbacks, a lot of the quarterbacks that are the old style, oh, well, he doesn't do this right. How about we just praise what he does right? He he throws the ball effectively, very effectively. He runs the hell out of the football. He makes all those different decisions on a consistent basis to be able to win 15 games and lose one.
2: Here, here's what I wanted to point out.
4: If it's easy
2: to do something, then – Anybody should be able to do it, right?
4: Everybody can't do it.
2: If it's easy to be quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles, Gardner Minshew, in two starts, completed 58% of his passes with three touchdowns and three picks. That doesn't sound easy. easy.
4: It's not easy. That doesn't sound easy. easy.
2: And and you can argue, I think, I don't know which, it's one of the Grant and Danny guys. I want to say it's Stallion, but I I don't want to attribute it to Stallion in case I've got the wrong person. But there's somebody at the station that loves Minshew and claims he's a top-20 NFL quarterback. But let's just say he's a starting-caliber quarterback because mm-hmm. we saw some guys that were not wearing burgundy and gold, yeah. right? Minshew, in two starts, with the same team. And maybe there were other injuries that I'm missing, I, but I don't even think the Lane Johnson injury had hit yet. But whatever it is, mm-hmm. he, he's got A.J. Brown. He's got... Devontae Smith. He's yeah. got the same coaches. He's right. got the same yeah, amazing line. He's got the running he, he back. Miles Sanders, team. all yeah. of it. He went... 0-2 and, and two starts, completed 58% of his passes, three touchdowns, three picks, and he averaged 132 passing yards per game.
4: So it, that, that proves it's not easy. And it's I think what, what happens is everyone likes to always say that what a guy is. He's not a, one of the top 10 passers. MVP doesn't mean you have to be a top 10 passer. MVP means most valuable player. How, well, how effective are you when you're out there? What do you do? Um, and I guarantee you, for his football team, all the things he does, he's as important as anybody out there. Yeah, you know. So the question I would always ask people is: So you telling me what Jalen can't do? He can't pass it like Pat, per se. But can Pat, nobody can. can? Pat do all the stuff no, that Jalen Pat Jaylen can't does? run or bowl people yeah. over or rush you know, for fifteen touchdowns. And I think that's what we look at. You know, like I would get comparisons to other people. I'm like, if everybody if it was easy to do, why everybody couldn't return kicks and punts like I did? You know, so I'm looking at Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts does a little everything, and he does it, and he makes it look damn easy. And I understand why. When when you look at it, Chris is wanting he wants to give credit to everybody, but give it to Jalen. It looks easy because he makes it look that way. It's not it's not that easy for everybody else.
3: Yeah, I'll essentially say what you're saying a different way, like. It's a two-way street where, yeah, he's got a head coach who makes really smart fourth-down decisions. He's got an offensive line that's loaded with studs. He's got two great receivers, all these great running backs that help him, but he helps them. Miles Sanders runs through giant holes because the defense has to wait to make sure Jalen Hurts doesn't have the ball. These receivers run open downfield for all these deep shots because the linebackers and the safeties are so fixated as what's going on with Hurts under center and in the shotgun. So it all works together, and if you took Hurts out and put Minshew or any other quarterback it wouldn't work as well because you lose the running aspect you lose the chemistry with these receivers going downfield Jalen Hurts is I, I, I think Chris Sims and I appreciate people making bold statements and, and trying to think things differently I think he is way off base on this argument dude and just because you're a good runner
2: he's a great passer <laughs> yes. like, like why do it, I don't know it, it's it's crazy to me um, what brought this to my attention is Jeremy Reeves, who is a great guy, a really smart young man, and just one of the great stories in football. And it's one Mm -hmm. of the reasons I love football more than any other sport, because the size of the rosters and the amount of snaps and the amount of different jobs guys must have, more people get more opportunities. Mm -hmm. And Reeves got an opportunity, absolutely grabbed it by the throat, and just took advantage of everything, right? And, And pressed everything to the limit. How this... Landed on my radar, and the interview was with John Clark in Philly. Who knows what he's doing. He's a, mm-hmm. John, John's a really good dude and interviewer. So John was talking to Sims at Radio Row out here in Arizona. And Sims said what he said. But it, it only got to my radar just because Jeremy Reeves tweeted about it. He said, bro, why do y'all hate on this man so much? I do not understand. He's clearly played very good football. Like... <laughs>
3: Well said, Jeremy.
2: Dude, I, I mean, what are we talking about here? <laughs> Listen, but
4: the thing, the, thing, the, the thing that I think people he like. He completed 67% of his passes. But the thing that people like Chris, what they don't understand is when you have to nitpick with every little thing, you're basically telling us how damn good the dude
3: really is. Yeah. You know. Uh, he's not great throwing he, to his left he, on he's third not and a, nine he's not top 10, on uh, Monday night game. He's
4: not a top ten passer in the league. Okay, so if he's number eleven, is that that mean? What does that mean? Okay. Yeah, and then you combine if, number two runner. He's, he's the best, he's one of the best quarterbacks, the top, one of the top thirty-two passers in the NFL. That says a lot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just it's like we we, we, we nitpick so much at the at little things because we rather we don't want to give him credit for what he does great. Hey,
2: and listen, man, I I put food on the table at my home. In the content game, I get the content game. Mm-hmm. I understand. I understand how to shovel coal into that furnace. Like mm-hmm. I understand it, but the Sims thing. And then, did you hear Trent Dilfer last week? Maybe saying that Brady and Rodgers aren't getting it done like they used to, or whatever. Like, like they they're not good quarterbacks like they
4: used to be. Well, I mean, if if you play twenty three years, You're right, you probably won't be the quarterback like you used to be. Yeah, but. I can tell you one damn thing. Tom Brady at, tw- at 45 was better than Trent Dilfer at 22.
3: And 23 and
2: 21. And <laughs> how, old was, how old was Carson Wentz this past season? Because Tom Brady was better than him.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, 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 the, and I just running quarterbacks were still working on quantifying how important that is. But and sure, but, they're not going to be as great a thrower, but, hold but hold they on. can run and take advantage of defenses Separate elsewhere. And that. Hurts is
2: still a really good thrower. Dude, we don't. Yes. here is, And, dude, I hope. I I hope sincerely that race isn't a factor here, but I kind of think it is, frankly. Like, everybody wants to talk about Hurts as a runner. I'm not going to give you a single running statistic. He completed 66.5% of his passes. He went for 246 a game. 22 touchdowns against six picks. He had 3,700 yards in 15 games. So give him one more and he gets to 4,000. He's a great player. Passer. Yeah. Like we don't need to separate all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, I I hope I'm wrong, but I feel like people look and they see a black quarterback that runs, and that's just what the, the They're blinded
4: by it. Dude, and,
2: and, and that's and, just like there's this inherent button where you're like, Oh, see, he's a running quarterback.
4: What he's it a, is, he can is kill we, you in the pocket. We act as if like oh well, no, no, it's not because of that. The human mind is 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 is, is, is it's a little different. You look, you see something, you react to it based off of what you see. And then you go, well, oh, it doesn't have nothing to do with that. It has a lot to do with it. Every time. Because Pat Mahomes does a lot of stuff that you would not want a quarterback to do. <laughs> but he is so damn good at it, you let it go. Remember, we, we
2: did it, I want to say, last year. There, there was one scout, and I think he's now like a media guy, that came out and said, my assessment of Mahomes was wrong. Because I looked at a guy that was not conventional, hmm? and he's not. Dude, yeah. any like, old-school quarterback coach would probably rip their hair out watching Mahomes play. Coach JB,
4: he'd be. Yeah, he'd, dude. he said he gets the result done, but I hate the way he does it. <laughs> right. But, like,
2: <laughs> he's so great that maybe yeah. you have to rework your assessment. There you go. You know what I mean? And I think we all have this mindset of what Hurts is, and
4: it's just incorrect. What he is is a dynamic player that happens to play a position that used to be played in a certain way, where in this day and age, you have to be able to move around a little bit. Too.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and <laughs> he doesn't need to prove anything to most people, but if he went out on Sunday and threw for 300 in a win and it just diced up the Chiefs from the pocket, then that would be a great middle finger at everybody who's doubting him. And
4: somebody problem. will find something wrong with that.
3: Sure.
2: <laughs> I need to confess something. I'm not, I'm not very good at time zones. I think we're about to give away Brian Adams tickets, but I could be incorrect because I can't really decide if it's... It's
0: 11:45 at
3: home, All that right, that helps.
2: We may be giving away Brian Adams tickets when we return. Don't go anywhere. It's B. Mitch.
0: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
4: Hey, it's Brian seven, the fan. Be Mr. Fennler, we're coming to you live from out here in Arizona. Get at the place of Super Bowl 57, Scottsdale, Arizona.
2: Scottsdale, it's beautiful out here. Mitch
4: Tischler's in the hot tub. If you need, if you need a live uh, update on the big man. That's not a, a site I want to be a uh, Big man, how's that hot about? tub? I don't want to think about that site He right says there. it's beautiful.
3: I, I dipped in before my hit with you guys, which has become a very nice extended stay. It's a really good hot tub, but I, all hot tubs. I are was right in
2: out. there last night. It was great. Yeah. I made the mistake. I forgot swim trunks. Mm. But I have, like, running shorts for when I used to run and haven't in a while. Um, that have like a liner. So mm-hmm. it kind of works. Yeah. So I'm not flopping about in the hot tub. Should you get in it, Brian, don't worry. I'm contained.
3: <laughs> so much to contain, I'm sure. <laughs> it's weird oh <old> boy.
2: <laughs> um, speaking of weird things, we're here live in Mitch's bungalow. There's a, a big house where all of us are staying. And Brian has his own private residence in the bungalow.
3: 24 um, hours, security, et yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Landfill, help me out here. Uh, l- most of the time. For men, when they go to the restroom Ooh. and it's a number one, you stand up, right? Yeah. Occasionally, if I have to go in the middle of the night, I'll sit down and kind of keep sleeping. But... This
3: is not the point. I become a majority sitter for number
2: one. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> Why, Why would you tell? The, like, I mean, literally, me and B are kind of big brothers to you, and we give you a hard time a lot. I want to be. Why would you o- tell us that? I want to be
3: my authentic Your self. Your mother
2: is listening. <laughs> She's fine. texting you updates. Yeah,
3: he told me to stop interrupting Beamich. Maybe she wishes Beamich interrupted me. You see,
2: like you know that that's like a pejorative. People are like, oh, that guy sits down to pee. Like, like <laughs> that's that's a put down.
3: Not for me. For me, it's a it's a way of life. It's a compliment. It's how re- how it's did re- you, it's relaxing? How did you land
2: at that decision?
3: So it's relaxing. Like. You can catch you up on your You went to the phone. Wizards
2: game on Friday night. I mean, Did you sit it, down to pee urinal, at the Wizards
3: game? Urinal is my one seat. You just There's a wall. There's no aiming, no thinking. You can look around. I love Are Urinal. Are you a bad aimer? Is that what this is about? Yeah. There's no cleanup on a sit-down. I'll say that. You pee on the seat, and your
2: girlfriend gets mad at you. That's is that, is what that is. what's happening?
3: Yeah. How about you just aim straight up? It's, we don't need to get into anything here. <laughs> you brought it up, yeah. dude. Yeah. You yeah. brought it up live on the radio. I'm a... My aim could be better. You're my completion long. percentage isn't in the top 10 of the yeah, NFL. Your mom will
4: probably text you and say, yes, it's been that way. I,
3: <laughs> so I've just, uh, instead of trying to this aim is better, inc- I just accepted that I'm not an aimer and, I, and took that off the table. This is incredibly bizarre.
2: Um, one of my best friends, one of my old roommates, whose name I won't say, I'll just say peace, Stu, also named Peter. Yeah. Also a terrible aimer. We were roommates for five years. He,
4: Peter's Peters he are all, all, over, all, yeah, over all, all over the place. place. Our, our Peters are so, inaccurate. And I told him what I do. What do you do? I kneel. I, I try Once. to get close <laughs> to make sure.
3: I, Thank but, you for taking the heat off me, Brian.
4: No, you kneel at the toilet? I, I kneel to make sure I'm going straight in it because my, my, do- <laughs> my, my sisters when I was young. <laughs> you, like, straddle? I, I'll get low. Like, squat? Or, like, are you on a knee? I get as low as I possibly have to do to make sure I'm not going. I I will raise the seat, and I'm going. I still check it out because my <laughs> my sisters will get on me when I was young. Just lift bro. the seat up, you heathens, and hey, then bro. you don't have to worry about it. I do that too. You
3: hold on. I thought it was weird that Pete sits down to pee. You kneel. No I wonder your quads are so huge. You've been kneel, kneeling bro. while you urinate for forty some odd years. I I, I,
2: I never thought I would have to ask this. Landfill, please. And I also p-
3: check for the snakes too. Like, you
4: know, I know I, you're yeah. very snake Man, concerned. We're out here in Arizona, bro. You gotta be looking.
2: I'm I'm looking to the aquarium for sanity, which is very rarely what I do. <laughs> oh god! Landfill and Jeff, please tell me you just pee like regular people, or am I the only regular person left on the planet?
1: No, uh, I'm regular
3: too.
2: All right, Jeff.
3: He ain't listening. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, we well, all... do you want to
3: get back to what you were talking about before? I said I sit. I and don't Brian...
2: anymore. Okay. I just, you know, what I want to do? Yeah, where are with this? I want to go to commercial. Yeah. that's what I want to do. <laughs> ben White joins us at twelve
0: thirty. <laughs> we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch.